Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 245, The Slow Drift. Welcome to the Harmony in the Home podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hutchison. I'm a counselor, a life coach, and most importantly, an imperfect mom doing this work right along with you. And my goal on our podcast is to go from chaos to calm, feel less frazzled and have more fun within your four walls to have more harmony in your home. So you might be able to guess what today's topic is about, but before I talk about today's topic, I wanna talk to you about pocket coaching. If you want to sign up for Pocket Coaching, go to coachingkelly.com, go to work with me tab and sign up as a way that we can connect and share things that we're struggling with and keep each other accountable through Voxer, which is like voicemail meets walkie talkie. And it's on the go coaching on your own time to share things that you're struggling with. If you had a rough morning, Share with me. This is what happened. Then I said this, and then I did this, and then I said this, and then this happened, and then she did this, and then he did this, and then, and it just all of a sudden snowballed into this big thing, and it was all over the banana being peeled wrong. What went wrong, Kelly? What would you do? And then I come back with, oh, I know what that's like because I've been there. And I want to normalize it for you as much as possible. A lot of my stories sometimes I can't really share on the podcast because the people that are in my stories don't want to be on the podcast, which I don't blame them. They don't want a vulnerability hangover like you get after you overshare sometimes. Have you ever been like at a birthday party or a barbecue and you like overshare and the next day you're like, why did I share all that? So I get that. And so pocket coaching is a great way to keep each other accountable, to stay conscious. And I can share tips and tricks of things I've done in the classroom or things that have worked when my kids were your your kids' ages or things that I'm trying now because it's always a work in progress. And just like anything else, it's a journey, not a destination. So... When I'm doing pocket coaching, I know that a lot of you are struggling with the slow drift. And the slow drift is, whether it's with your spouse or with your kids or with your sister or with your mom or with your dad or with your brother or your greedy, greedy grandpappy, those vulnerable, close relationships, you feel like you're two ships passing in the night. It's the compound effect of slowly but surely drifting apart from each other where all of a sudden they could be sitting on the next couch away from you and they feel like they're a million miles away. I want to play this TikTok that I heard about a divorce lawyer and what he sees the most after dealing with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of divorces and what he calls the slow drift. And he has to talk about granola. So I'll play it right now. I I, I genuinely think that the secret to staying happy in a marriage is probably, you know, figuring out the preventative maintenance, right? Like change the oil in your car. Like, so I, what I try to, if you reverse engineer divorce, like most people, the marriage killer, you know, the, like the cheating or the gambling or the whatever, that's the symptom. Like the, 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 the problem is these little disconnections. I had a client who I, I did her divorce and we'd spend a lot of time together because you do. You know, when you're a divorce lawyer, you spend a lot of time with people and you get to know them very well. I mean, people will lie to their therapist. They won't lie to their divorce lawyer because A, there's no reason to, and B, they, you know, I need to know everything and, and it's all attorney-client privilege. And this woman, we were sitting outside the courtroom waiting on a break in testimony. And she was a young woman in her, in her probably like late 30s, you know, very attractive. And we were just chit-chatting and I said to her, you know, was there a moment when you realized the marriage is over? And she said, yeah, yeah. And I said, when, when was it? 
And she said, I, there was this granola that I like. She said, he used to always, whenever I'd be running low on it, I would just open the thing one day and a, a new bag would be there. She's like, and I, I just, she's like, it made me feel so loved. Like he didn't, I didn't have to ask. He didn't want credit for it. Like he didn't go like, oh, did you see? I got your granola that you wanted, you know? Like he just would do this thing, you know? And she said it was just something that like, I just, it always made me smile. She said every time the granola was running low and there was a new bag of granola, I just felt very loved, you know? And she said one day the granola ran out. And I thought, oh, that's weird. You know, maybe, maybe he didn't see it. She's like, so I left the bag in there because I thought, well, at some point he'll notice. And he didn't notice. She goes, so I took the bag out and I waited and he didn't get a new bag. And I thought, okay, this thing's going down. And I thought to myself, wow, that's like, you know, that's such a small thing, like granola. Like you just, but, but these are the things, like these are the little things that make us feel loved and that are gestures of love. But when you love somebody, you love doing things for them. Right, their pleasure you, you, you pleases you. Their, life their joy pleases you. Like their, their, you know, their happiness makes you happy. Exactly. And somewhere along the line, and it happens a lot in marriage, it becomes, well, I'm not happy. Why should you be happy? You know, and then that creates a spiral. And I really believe that you can, that spiral could go in the other direction. You know, I've, I've said to some of my, my friends, you know, when they say to me, like, you know, as a divorce lawyer, you, know, you see all this misery, like, what's, how do I stay out of your office? And I'll, I'll often say, I'm like, it's dumb little things, man. So we talk a lot about, on our podcast, about how when you make deposits into others' love cups, over time that builds and you're living off the interest in time because the compound of making additions and making deposits. The same thing can happen going the opposite way of making withdrawals, whether it's an, a spat, an argument, a fight, bickering. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? You're so frustrating. Those are all withdrawals and you're going to have deposits and withdrawals within all relationships. And so a lot of times if the withdrawals are slow, but surely over time, it can create this slow drift. You're like, how did we even get here? And I like to use small examples about the slow drift so you can apply it to bigger examples with your relationships. And I always like to talk about my closet because my closet, for some reason, will start off as, you know, I'll gut it. I'll get it all the way I want it. It will look amazing. No stress. I'll walk in there and like want to do cartwheels in there, which I could. It's not that big. And I'll give it a solid A, A minus, A plus. It's a solid A. And then over time, there's a slow drift of... It gets a little more clutter. I don't put my clothes away when I should. I work out of my closet a lot recording these podcasts and also any type of mailing that I do. And it just, I sometimes do paperwork in there. I just love it because it's just, it's just a way to like block out all the noise. And it's like being in a cave and I get so much work done in my closet. But sometimes my closet becomes super cluttered with papers and I need to put my markers back when I'm done with it. And all of a sudden, it's this slow drift. It doesn't happen in one day. It's day after day. And I'm like, oh, I'll do that later. Oh, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. And then all of a sudden, my closet, the compound effect of all those little decisions, it's not the big decisions, all those little decisions, my closet all of a sudden is like a C or a D. And I'm like, how did this happen? 
how did this happen? And yes, I whine like that to myself. Then I was like, oh, I got to get it back. And then I and then I spend, you know, an hour or two getting it back to default settings. It feels like an A. I want to do a cartwheel. It's like rinse, repeat. It's this vicious cycle. And I was sharing that on Facebook. And then my friend Rita, my pickleball friend Rita, she said, oh, my goodness, I have the same problem. And so what we've been doing is every Friday sending pictures and videos of our closets to keep ourselves accountable to avoid the slow drift. If we just do the little stuff day by day, all of a sudden our closets will not become a D or an F over time because we're doing that little thing and we know that we're going to be sending videos or pictures on that Friday. So the reason why I call it the slow drift with my closet is because it's not just one pile that adds up. It's not just one stack of papers that I didn't put away. It's the death by a thousand cuts of all the little itty bitty stuff that compiles and builds over time, that compound effect that we always talk about. And so the same thing that goes with closets goes with relationships too. Just as it's not just one pile in the closet, it's not just one interaction with your spouse or one interaction with your child. It's a million interactions, a hundred times you pass by each other, a hundred texts that you send throughout the day or throughout the week, a hundred interactions a day and bids for connection. So the same way the slow drift works the opposite, when the granola is not being made, the same thing can work in reverse. It's kind of like if you've ever done Weight Watchers, they have a weigh-in. I don't know if they still do that, but they have a weigh-in every single week. And knowing that that weigh-in is coming, you're like, whoa, I'm going to make good choices because of the weigh-in. And so the same thing goes with the closet. It just makes you more conscious. It's not going unconscious about the closet and being in that vicious cycle of like slow drift. It's an A, then it gets to a B, then it gets to a C. And all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, you're like, how? I can't even get in there. Like, what is happening? The same thing can work in all of your relationship. It can re relationship any relationship in your life. It can be the relationship with God. If you're not going to church, you're not praying, you're not spending time thinking and talking and spending time at the synagogue or church, or if you go to the beach to have your be feeling close to God, that, that relationship can just feel like that slow drift. And it really feels like a death by a thousand cuts. It's not just one thing. It's a slippery slope. And just like the lawyer talks about, the slow drift from going from A to F. I like to talk about the slow drift of going from F to A in your relationships and making those deposits, using their love language as their deposits and doing it during calm waters, doing it like when you were dating, doing it like when they first came out of the womb and doing it because it feels good to love that person, not because you're expecting anything in return. And talking about those deposits and how powerful that is. And if you know your partner's love language or your child's love language or your friend's love language or your sister's love language or your greedy grandpappy's love language, make deposits with intention because it feels good to love during calm waters. And then you'll have a slow drift towards connection. Because just like the lawyer talks about the slow drift to disconnection, you can have that same slow drift go towards connection. And then it builds upon itself and it has that compound effect over time where you're super connected and you don't even have to talk about it and the energy with within your between the two of that you're between the two of you that you're exchanging is so powerful and so unspoken. But you know it and they know it. And it's a connection that you feel. It's not something you even have to talk about. But finding out their love language is key so you can make deposits in their emotional love tank that fills them up versus 
well, I'm words of affirmation, so I'm going to fill someone up with words of affirmation. You can still do that. Just know that that's not going to give the biggest deposit possible. You all know that I'm words of affirmation. And so David, he went out of town and he left a note on my pillow. And I was like, that's a huge deposit. That was like a $20 deposit. And then I just went out of town with Lily for her volleyball tournament. He used the same note and put it in my suitcase. And I said, just so you know, you cannot recycle the same love letter. And all it said is don't let the bed bugs bite one, four, three. You can't use the same note and put it in my suitcase and double dip like that. He's like, oh, rats. I said, it was a $20 deposit. Initially, I'll give you $5, the banker says. And it's done in a very light and fluffy, funny way. But it's also letting him know that meant so much to me that you did it initially. I even laminated it. So he took the laminated note and put it in my backpack. I'm sorry, he put it in my suitcase. So find out their love language. Love them in the way that they like to feel loved. Make huge deposits during calm waters and you'll have the slow drift towards connection, whether it's granola, whether it's coffee, whether it's love letters on the pillow, whether it's bringing in the garbage can, whether it's sweeping the pool, emptying the dishwasher, whatever it is, make deposits because it feels good to love that person with intention and you won't believe the dividends that you'll receive in return. And then you know what happens then. You'll have much more harmony in the home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.